0: Welcome to the Marriage Puzzle Podcast with Julie and Thomas Hobby. We are marriage coaches who help couples with pain points about money, intimacy, and communication go from being overwhelmed to being secure in their marriage.
1: If this is your first time listening to us, thanks for checking out our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Let's dive into this episode.
0: So last week, we had guests on our podcast who mentioned joining their hobbies together to spend time with each other. And we wanted to expand on that this week and what we do, you know. Um, And then we also have gotten a lot of Instagram messages that inspired this episode as well.
1: Yeah. So please make sure that you are interacting with us on social media, specifically Instagram. Uh, That's where we post a lot of our stuff. But uh, make sure that you interact because... uh, we love to see what you're saying. We interact back. Uh, we actually, in fact, had a few messages come through recently uh, that, you know, when when someone follows us, we reach out and say, hey, thanks for the follow. And a lot of people asked us, is this, you know, just a bot that's replying to us automatically? And we were like, no, it's really, it's really us. us. We're <laughs> actually, you know, the ones who you're talking to. So
0: uh, And we do listen. We right, do. <laughs>
1: right. So we listen to what you want, what you want to hear about what you're saying uh, and we try our best to respond to everything so uh, make sure that you interact with us we love to hear from you
0: yeah at marriage puzzles so yes instagram facebook but um, this one came through on instagram i love this question um they asked how friendship fits into marriage and how to spend time with friends while still prioritizing your spouse
1: yeah this is a great question and there's a lot really that we can unpack with this. And so just to kick us off, what we try to do in scenarios like this is we really try to kind of keep those things in their own boxes or in their own categories. And so we're gonna give you some of the categories that work for us to help prioritize these different areas um, and what works for us. And maybe it'll work for you, but find your own things that will work for you. So uh, the categories that we use are guys night for me, girls night for Julie, we do a family night and that includes all of our kids. You know, we do a movie or something like that. Uh, we do a date night for Julie and I, and then double dates. So date with another couple, uh, that we want to spend time with. So those are the ways that we categorize these. Um, not that it's the most perfect method. There may be more or less options on there for you. You just have to figure out what works for you.
0: Yeah, I think the, the key here is communication. We're really big on communicating and talking about these things and then making a plan. And not that you can totally schedule every second of your life as things pop up and, and things like that. But if you do get asked to girls night or guys night, um, communicate with your spouse, making sure that that's okay. It's not to ask like permission as if, you know, I'm... Um, being controlled by by Thomas like well I have to ask my husband before I say yes to you it's out of respect for them um, to make sure that um, that they're okay with that and usually you are but just out of respect I do ask so that I'm not doing girls night like every night or every week which is not then prioritizing.
1: Yeah, you know. and for us specifically, there are a number of other variables like kids. Mm. Um, I need and you to watch the so kids. So <laughs> if you go out, that typically leaves me with the whole dinner bedtime routine for you to go out at an early enough time to have enough time to enjoy yourself. Um, so that typically puts more of a burden on me for that night. So that's a great reason to check in with your spouse on that. If you have kids in the picture, uh, not saying if you don't have kids in the picture that you shouldn't check in (laughs) with your spouse. Um, but you should definitely, uh, be conscious of that and conscious of their feelings because they may just be like, no, I really just want to spend time with you tonight. Um, but planning ahead, like, you know, Julie said is uh, planning ahead is, is key, but, also, I just want to add that I think there's something really important um, about having that quality time between you and your spouse, and that quality time separate mm-hmm. from your spouse. That quality time with just you, uh, that that me time, mm-hmm. that you get to kind of re-energize. Um, the the old saying goes, "Absence makes the heart grow fonder." I'm not saying that you need to go on trips by yourself or anything like that, because that could be a recipe for disaster, but you know, having that night to go on a girl's night for you or a guy's night for me where you can just kind of be around some different people can be really good and energizing for your relationship as long as it's done with the appropriate balance.
0: And you're going to have different personalities. Mm -hmm. I would say, I don't think you'd argue with me that I'm more social uh, out of the two of us. So I... I do girls nights once a month. Like mm-hmm. I have a set of friends that we do plan like, okay, it's a new month. Where are we going? What date? You know, we plan in advance and we do that on on the regular. Whereas Thomas is more of a homebody, if I will. Like you don't have as much guy nights out. Um, But then you're like, sweet, I'm going to play video games that night that you <laughs> that you're out mm-hmm. and you'll recharge or you're into sports. That's kind of your, you know. it's basketball or softball those are your your guy nights so don't think that it has to look the same Mm -hmm. like if if the wife is doing dinner and nails or whatever that the guy has to have a social event to the same um you know settings you have to figure out what works for you but I would say for this question friendship can fit into marriage while still prioritizing your spouse if it's done with good communication and planning
1: yeah Totally. And and like I said, balancing it appropriately is is great. I mean, if if you're getting 10 nights out to my one, mm-hmm. that could be a little out of balance. Again, not necessarily because, you know, like you said, personality type depends a lot on that, but how that impacts the rest of the family could be what throws that out of balance. If, you know, you're having 10 nights out before I get one, that's putting a lot of stress on me, even if it's once a month. For ten nights in a row, or ten nights ten, 10 months <laughs> ten nights you know uh compared to my one to have to manage the kids and and all that stuff, and so um I think that that's really important to make sure that it's balanced and if if you're checking in with me and saying. Hey, are you cool with this? I know you haven't had one in a while and I'm like, "No, I'm good, seriously. Like I'm I'm really good hanging out here and just <laughs> playing Xbox when uh when you're gone." Then that's fine as long as you're checking with your spouse and making sure um that their energy level is still being built up and they're not just feeling like they're being put on the back burner for any reason. So, um I, I guess and I'll say in that same uh same breath that um if you're also making that quality time with your spouse it shouldn't matter there shouldn't be a score keeping of who like you won't even think about that if if you guys are going on plenty of dates and spending time together plenty quality time together not just being at home you know sitting on your own individual devices Mm -hmm. but quality time together then your spouse shouldn't feel those nights when you're gone from each other you're
0: right that's how the friendships fit into marriage um if you're they I guess then I would say they would fit into marriage as long as you're prioritizing your spouse right you would you should have room and that's healthy and I think even I I feel led to even give um anyone listening like permission um for this next thing of like we had date night and double dates in two different categories Mm -hmm. because um at least for our relationship we've found that um, you know, the ideal like, oh, we're going to get married and then my my best friends are going to get married and we're going to go out on these double dates all the time and we're all going to be best friends. That hasn't been the case for us like it they're married, but I've had to just stay with my girlfriends as best friends. And you have your own like guy friends that we have. We then we have like this different category for the double dates. And yeah. I, again, I just want to give listeners permission that that's OK, too, that um you don't have to force that and that friendships have to look like double dates. That yeah. That's the only way to go out with your friends. If, if your spouse comes along and their spouse comes along because that could be really draining and not life-giving for the other person if there's not a good mesh of a friendship there um, like yeah. like the other two have.
1: Exactly. Like To give an example of that, if we went on a double date with one of my friends and their wife, then that may be draining for you because... You don't know that other person very well like I know my friend great. We're gonna You're have a great telling, time Yeah, the whole time. old stories and, and then, inside
0: jokes and i'm just totally left out with yep. this girl <laughs> And
1: so, uh, you know that that just kind of leaves you stranded with someone or vice versa It could mm-hmm. go the other way too. So just to really kind of drive that point home if if you meet your spouse's friends and you guys, you know, hit it off and it's great, I mean, it doesn't hurt to try those. Yeah, not, I, we're not I, saying don't do it that's at great. all. I know that but, works. <laughs> you know, you can you can definitely try it, but be in communication with each other afterwards and be like, Hey man, that other their their spouse and I did not connect, like they are weird. I don't wanna <laughs> see them again. And so you I wasn't going go- for weird. I just think <laughs> the
0: connection of depending on the years of friendship or the compatibility, I would just kind of give you permission to go hang out with the guys
1: they could be weird and okay
0: (laughs) and um that you can have separate friends it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be this one big group yeah Um, try it
1: don't try it whatever ends up working just be in communication with your spouse say hey i don't want to do that again that was too draining for me to allow you to have a fun night out you can just go out with them on your own rather than drag me along and then we'll go do something elsewhere but we do think double dates are important as well, but you have to find the right couple that both of you can enjoy being around, uh not just one of you is along for the ride. Um so so make sure you develop those relationships in a way that you find a couple that you can both just enjoy the evening with, enjoy the date with and um And really, both of you leave feeling energized.
0: Mm -hmm. So hopefully that helps you, gives you permission to have friendships outside of the marriage. Um, And it will still work with prioritizing your spouse if you communicate and plan for it and find the balance there. Um, But the the next question that that came in that we're going to um, talk about is um, they said something along the lines of rediscovering or redefining fun in a relationship. Especially after or during seasons of competing priorities and high stress, so we are gonna do a podcast series soon about just different seasons, like still having fun and staying married um during the the different hard and changing seasons but um but yeah, let's talk about how we keep fun, you know for maybe this is the couple that you get married and you had a lot of fun, and then you kind of get into those routines, and you really do need to rediscover and redefine fun what does that look like for us
1: yeah we've talked about this in our own relationship that that was essentially us before we had kids and then once kids came along we had to we had twin twins the first time around um and you know once that happened we were just kind of sucked into survival mode you know to try and keep two other human beings alive uh that was important and so in we were order-
0: roommates, but we weren't having fun together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we were having fun with the babies, but our, our relationship, yeah. I love those words that they wrote, re- rediscovering and redefining, because then it was there. just got to find it again.
1: Well, and some of the things that you may have done f- for fun before, I mean, you know, as we all get older... Those things can sometimes become less fun. You know, your energy level is a lot lower. <laughs> you may not want to go out as late in the evening as you used mm-hmm. to. Um, you know, your kids are going to be up early the next morning. So your date nights have to start earlier in the evening. And so, um, as those things happen in, in real life, you have to adjust and redefine what fun is. And sometimes that can be hard because, it's like, well, we only knew one thing. We can't do that anymore. So, how do we do something new that neither of us likes? I'll tell you how you talk about it and you figure it Mm -hmm. out. Um, We've got a few questions here that can help spark some of that conversation for you and, and get it going and help you to kind of rediscover some new things to have fun or redefine what fun looks like
0: yeah we just actually took a couple through this um a husband wife who are doing marriage coaching with us and um just for caveat they don't have kids yet so they're still trying to to work on the the fun in their relationship not just all the the hard work monday through their friday and then they said saturday comes they don't know what to do together and so um so yeah these are the questions that that we use and hopefully Um, you can pause it, write it down and talk to your spouse about it as well.
1: Yeah. So, uh, one of them is if, uh, is what is something that you have always wanted to do? Plain and simple. Just that's a great opening dreaming question to really start seeing what's on your heart. Now that that can be a big question, um, to ask. So you might want to hone it in a little bit. You know, what's something you've always wanted to do for fun or what's, You know, know.
0: it's a good self-reflection because it start I think it starts with you. You can't just go to your spouse and say, "Um, I'm not having any fun in this relationship. (laughs) So what are we going to do about it? Like, that's a bomb you just dropped on them. But if you have that self-reflection of wait, wait, what is something I've always wanted to do? It, It starts with you kind of thinking about that before you approach them. Um, and maybe even the, the next question of like what activities fill your cup that you haven't told your partner, like you, that's not really fair. Like I said, if you just go say, I'm not having fun. If you're withholding an idea of something you haven't told them that you used to do, or you wanting to do for fun? Like, and, and this is like, activity, recreational or Mm -hmm. creative, whatever, something you can do together for fun.
1: Yeah. And another one, uh, what social activities deplete your cup that you have not told your partner? So really the opposite of that. Um, We were just a little bit touching on this when we're talking about the double dates. Uh, if you go on a double date with someone that, you know, your spouse really just does not connect, that's going to take a lot of energy for them to try and keep that conversation going, whether they're an outgoing person or not, if they're really having trouble connecting to that other person, it's going to deplete them. So, um, asking your partner, what things deplete them. maybe it's going out in big groups. You know, if, if you have a, a work event every week, that you know your spouse may like all the people but going every single week really just drains them because they are more of an introvert like myself (laughs) that is just you know like i'm gonna need a lot of time to recover from that and then if i have to kind of ramp right back up and do it again the next week so asking what those things are that deplete their cup um i think if
0: you if you know what you don't want to do it'll help narrow down what you do want to do again instead that loaded like well, what should we do? You know, it's like the, the question of Thomas is like, where do you want to eat? Like all these choices. I hate that because I'm like, well, give me options. So I actually tell him where I don't want to go <laughs> and it'll help narrow down where, where we end up going. So that's just a an example of you could be like, why is this question in here? If you're trying to figure out what's for fun knowing what you don't like will help you identify what you do like
1: true it can say these are the things that are off the table for me Uh, you can still go do them but these are the things that are going to be off the table for me or at least very infrequent uh doesn't have to be completely off the table but you know if it's a once a year thing that's fine once every other month you know you can decide what is going to what your recovery time needs to be from those. You know, everyone should be able to sacrifice some for their spouse to, you know, go have an enjoyable time, but asking them to do it too frequently is just going to kind of rub them the wrong way.
0: Well, that kind of leads into our last question in this exercise that we take couples through is um, what activities are you each willing to do to help help fill your partner's cup? Mm -hmm. So there is some, you know, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, but these are the things I am willing to try since you like them and... You know, uh, golf was one of that one of those for me. Like, not that we're big golfers, but Thomas took golf lessons first, and then you know it was like, hey, this would be fun if you do it with me. So then, like, okay, so I took lessons, and again, it's something we haven't done in a really long time. But we could go to the driving range or top golf at least, and mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just something that now we can do together that I never thought I would um, embark in.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it could just be those mega social activities that drains you. Like that's something that would drain me. But again, if it was something that really fills up your cup, I could do it every so often to help you get that, you know, that buzz or whatever uh, you want to call it um, to fill your cup. So um, figure out what what will stretch you, but stretch you enough to help fill your partner's cup. Because as you see your partner getting re-energized by something, that's going to make you at least feel good.
0: Yeah, I think once you've answered the questions and talked about this to to rediscover and redefine fun together, um, again, that's the communication piece. Then the next thing is the planning of it or it won't happen. Great, you talked about it, but if you don't put a plan and then put it into action, you still will be stuck in and not having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, you know. Uh, a lot of people were like, oh, you know, go on a date, go on a date. And maybe you are, maybe you are, you know, every month or every week going on a date. But I would say are those, you know, maybe it's like super expensive romantic dinners, which is great. But if you're not having fun, I would add that recreational element. And I think sometimes we overthink the date that it has to be just dinner, right? Dinner and a movie, dinner and what, like And that's not as much as like, it could be good conversation, but there's just this social, um, even just the two of you connection that happened a lot, probably when you were dating that then we grow up and go, oh, that's silly to do, but go bowling, go like, I don't know, (laughs) it just popped into my head of like
1: something something that you
0: think that would be silly, but go be silly and then you would have fun and, and connect again. And so um, you know, I would say so to add to the discussion of more questions, like think back, um, through the the life of your relationship and think of those, you know, your favorite dates, and yeah. then tell your spouse, um, that or, or write them down, so that again you're not just coming to this conversation, telling them you're not having fun in your marriage, but be like, Hey, we used to do all these things, which, which one do you want to, to try? Um, you know, and then figure out those things that you enjoy doing together, um, sports, hobbies, what interests, uh, again, like recreation. What do you things. already
1: know that you like doing together? Yeah. And then also what are some things that you want to learn to do together or pursue together, which, uh, could be, you know, cooking or hiking or, you know, tennis or something or like, like that like a paint you know? class yeah <laughs>
0: learn how to paint <laughs> yeah something um and then yeah i think that's good uh, going back to the first question that you can figure out stuff that you're going to do together or maybe something you need to do alone mm-hmm. like if, if that's kind of like your spouse oh, i don't want to go to that yoga class okay well i think i really benefit from going to this yoga class this week and then next week what are we going to do together and just Giving yourself permission to have that conversation, and that you don't have to be stuck in this rut or whatever um with or without kids with or without jobs, you can still have fun, mm-hmm. no matter how old you are and who whoever you married, you should have fun alone and together,
1: yeah exactly, and you know, in talking about the idea of I just want to circle back to something for a second, you know you mentioned. Uh, you may be really regimented in going out every so often and doing the same date over and over again. Um, and, you know, we're going to get into this in a second and and talk about uh, a tool that we've got for you to use. But, you know, you can find a way to just do something silly to kind of break that routine. Um, I, I had to actually look this up in real time because I couldn't remember I had an idea. Uh, our friends uh, at Date Every Week, um, are go find them on Instagram. They're great. They Post. I think they post every single day a yeah. new date idea.
0: It's awesome. Um,
1: I think they just recently hit a year of date three hundred and sixty five. They had just, I, I if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, they've
0: been posting a year since the last Valentine's right. Day.
1: And they were consistent every day posting something new. They're they're great. And so uh, so go check them out. But I had to go look this up because I thought this this one that I remembered was interesting enough to say if you're looking for something silly to just break the mold of whatever your normal quote-unquote date is Um, this one just says uh, they they posted it uh, around President's Day um, and they said plan a date night focused on a past leader of your country like it's just (laughs) it's just so silly and out of the box but it's like if you are in the same routine find something that is just like you can find something totally off the map that you would never do or you can say you know what this is just a silly thing let's try and let's try something new and it could totally bomb or it, you could have the most fun date of your marriage um so make sure uh you go check them out cuz cuz they're great they've got a lot of really cool ideas um and uh uh, but again, we we told you we have a tool to share with you that uh, we think will help you guys as well. So, um, do you want to tell us? It's them about helped that? us. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's why we created it. So, um, it's just our date template. So we created a weekly date night template or a monthly date night template for different rhythms. Um, you know, whether you're going out every week because you have the capacity for that or only once a month, that's fine too, but be very intentional for that because that's only 12 times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, right now in our life and this season with kids, we do use the monthly one to plan them. Um, but then we try to have weekly date nights at home, mm-hmm. um, as well. And they come with, uh 24 ideas that we came up with as well so mm-hmm. it, hopefully it's a good mix of fun romance and and that laughter yeah. that you're talking about to help rediscover and and re uh define fun in your relationship but the the point of them is um if you just put date night on the calendar that that's one step you're like cool yep i got girls night guys night family night date night these are the rhythms we talked about but then that date night comes and it's that day and you're like What are we going to do? And that's when you kind of could fall into that rut of just dinner and a movie or whatever you're used to doing that's then not having fun.
1: And, And sorry, not just that, but the whole what you talked about earlier where do you want to go for dinner that fight that happens before you go out fight. for dinner <laughs> not <fun. laughs> and not having fun and so so it's, it's kind of a two-pronged thing like you have to plan it so that you don't have to think about the details the day of but you also have to plan it so that you can kind of get a little out of the box and have get back to what this original um uh, listener reached out to us about and said, redefining the fun. So getting back to having the fun instilled in your date nights, not just going into the routine.
0: So yeah, the plan is, um, when you, uh, you can get these date night templates, by the way, at marriagepuzzlecom slash date night. Um, I'll, I'll send them to you. Um, and we'll have that in our show notes, but, um, when you get it, then plan it, <laughs> sit down with your spouse. And, um, there's a place to list like your favorite restaurants. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're using the monthly one, you know, list six to 12, you can go somewhere more than once in- during the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that way, like Thomas said, that's not a fight, you know, where you're going. Um, but then, yeah, so if it's like cool March. Uh, we picked a, a date like on the calendar a day. Um, that could maybe be left blank until it gets closer, but we planned out what we're doing in March, so that then when date night comes up, it's we're actually looking forward to you know mm-hmm. what what we're doing in march and um and then same for April and May, and it it didn't take too long, but it was kind of like a lot to think about at first, but we planned six months at a time. Mm -hmm. And now we have those six months planned. We know what to budget for, what to, uh, like I said, get the kids covered. And that has then added that sense of fun, even that anticipation. Um, But it also has opened up the box to try those out of the box things that you were talking about as we got creative planning those dates together.
1: Yeah, totally. And, um, you know, expert tip that's not included with the date night templates. So if you're listening to the podcast, you are going to be one of the only ones that hears this tip. Um, uh, Make sure you go and for whatever like your favorite restaurants are that you're going to try to go to and things like that make sure you get on their email list for those birthday months. Mm -hmm. And so you get that free discount or that discounted time when you go in your, your birthday month or your spouse's birthday month or whenever, try and calculate those and plan those in accordingly. Um, save yourself a little bit of dough along the way
0: same that's the financial coach in you but they do they do some of that for anniversaries too so of course we plan those special things
1: not just say (laughs) your anniversary is your birthday what's the difference it's a special date that's all they're they're looking for they just want you on their email list so they can get you into the restaurant anyway so (laughs) (laughs) but
0: this is a special link on our website you will have to type in marriagepuzzle.com slash date night to find that um but if you're interested in what else we're up to of course check out marriagepuzzle.com you'll see all the different links or um if you don't follow us on social media and would like to interact with Do us it. check us out at marriage puzzle on facebook and instagram and um, it's really us It's really We're us. Respond.
1: <laughs> and if, no you, bots.
0: if you sign up for um a discovery call with us for for marriage coaching that is free and it is us yes <laughs> that's us on too. zoom so we'd love to, to chat Um, for a free hour and um, see how we can help you and your marriage because of course we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time see you later
1: have a good one